0: They can't handle the truth.
1: War Room, Battleground. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Before this war, I was opposed to membership of Ukraine in NATO because I feared that it would start exactly the process that we are seeing now. Now that this process has reached this level, The idea of a neutral Ukraine under these conditions is no longer meaningful and at the end of the process that I described it ought to be guaranteed by NATO in whatever forms NATO can develop, but I believe Ukrainian membership in NATO would be an appropriate
2: outcome.
3: In 2023, we will continue to work to make progress while maintaining stability and follow a proactive fiscal policy and a prudent monetary policy We will strive to maintain reasonable economic growth and keep prices and jobs stable
4: Our focus
3: will be placed on expanding domestic demand, keeping industrial and supply chains smooth, supporting the healthy development of private sector, deepening
4: state-owned enterprises reform,
3: attracting foreign investment, and preventing And diffusing economic and financial risks If we work hard enough,
4: we are confident That in
3: 2023 China's growth will most likely return to its normal trend And the Chinese economy will see a significant improvement a noticeable increase of import, more investment
4: by companies
3: and residential consumption returning back to normal can be expected.
1: The Global Collaboration Village is a pioneering effort to use the metaverse for the public good to create global cooperation and to strengthen global cooperation in the metaverse or using metaverse technologies. And we are pleased to create this uh, global collaboration village in cooperation with uh, Accenture and with uh, Microsoft. So the idea is to bring all the stakeholders, governments, business, uh, civil society together on a continued, sustained basis. This is the next phase, the next big phase of development in the virtual world.
5: It's especially
0: important for this vision of a village without borders. It's an open development process, and it is an open development philosophy. You know, we're creating at Microsoft, through Microsoft Mesh, a software platform that will be accessible to people through a variety of different hardware devices. This particular project, in our view, is of enormous importance for the world because of the role that the World Economic Forum plays in the world. This is an opportunity to create a village without borders. Okay, you see it all there in, uh, in Davos. Uh, just a punch list. Let's go back at the top. That's Henry Kissinger. Uh of course the first lady of uh of Ukraine spoke today. All the U.S. Senators were up there, Joe Manchin, uh Kristen Cinema, and I told you Kristen Cinema looked like an extra from Zoolander, right? It, who know, I can't even get my head around the 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 outfit she had on, but they're all singing the high praises of Ukraine. Now Kissinger is sitting there saying it's appropriate to make Ukraine a uh a member of NATO. That would guarantee a, a direct military conflict uh, with Russia, direct military conflict. When The very moment the Republican Party in the House is saying, whoa, 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 even Washington Post reporting this. Uh, I don't think we're going to be shoveling money into Ukraine. We're not going to be throwing it into the, the furnace to burn it like we've been burning it $100 billion so far, and of course into the charnel house of Ukraine, where the women and children are getting pounded every day. Then the uh, Chinese was Li Hu. You probably remember him for people who are not listening to the podcast or uh, on radio. Li He was the, uh, is the vice chairman, I think probably the smartest of the senior people in, uh, in the Chinese regime. I've dealt with him many times. Li He was lead negotiator for the, uh, for the deals uh, that we did with the Chinese, and he was on the stage with Donald J. Trump on, uh, what was it, January 15th of 2020. Uh, when they knew they had the COVID uh, virus already and they were there to sign the uh, what's called the mini deal. He was there with a contingent of uh, CCP members. Who knows how many were already sick with COVID at the time, but that's Lee Hu talking about. And remember, they're putting the onus back on the United States about the defense of Taiwan and the Straits of Taiwan, what we call Silicon Valley West, because he's, he's telling the world, hey, we just had 3% growth, but we're going to go back to our traditional growth, 6 to 8%, and we are going to be the engine that drags you out of a global recession. So don't mess with us. And of course, then you've got the Bond villain, Klaus Schwab, and he's there talking about, and remember, this whole thing is about they don't want to mention Build Back Better. They don't want to mention the Great Reset. They don't want to mention how they've so botched uh, this last crisis. Uh, what they want to talk about is climate change, and as Savannah Hernandez just reported, mental health. Mental health with younger generations, climate change that drives mental health, Uh, and then of course you've got to get to the to the metaverse. They're talking; they have all kind of announcements on the metaverse and what they call the borderless city. All that Uh, talking about mental health. We have uh, Lindsey Graham. No, not that Lindsey Graham. Although I've got a bone to pick. President Trump announced the um, you know some things I can't understand. He announced they're going to do the smaller event in South Carolina. He's going to announce and roll out his team. In South Carolina, Uh, Henry McMaster is going to be the governor is going to be part of the team. He also announced Lindsey Graham. We've got the other Lindsey Graham, the one from Arizona, and she's going to talk to us about mental health uh, with some shocking, uh, shocking details and footage. And we're also going to have uh, Brandon Shorewater from The Christian Post. But I got to start in Rome. Ben, I've got you up here. And thank you so much for staying up uh, late at night. People should know Ben Harnwell is not a night owl. Uh, So thank you very much. (laughs) For staying up late in in Rome tonight, our international editor and the host of uh, uh, War Room uh, Rome. And in fact, Foreign Policy Magazine, one of the most uh, prestigious journals in the world on national security and foreign policy and diplomacy. I think it's ranked up right there with Foreign Affairs, has done a brilliant article about you. And it's already trending all over. I want to talk about that. I want everybody in our audience to read it. But first, since you've been our guy, really, that has analyzed. What do you call them? The sociopath- our sociopathic overlords. I, I've got to ask you about Davis because, man, I'm I'm telling you, th- these guys. Uh, and we, we've kind of broken them, right? We broke them in the fact that they're not pushing. Uh, they're not pushing um, uh, the Great Reset. The Great Reset they're talking about is the 300 trillion dollars of debt that the world has right now that we got to delever. They're not pushing build back better because they understand they're getting crushed on that. They're they're pushing the poly crisis. Which is a convergence of these crises, and climate change, mental health, everything underpinned by artificial intelligence. But particularly they're highlighting Ukraine. And I've got to ask you, since you're in a capital of a of a country that quite frankly, the 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 what's I would say the populist right government, the sovereigntist government, has not exactly warmed the cockles of the hearts of maybe some of the other populists throughout the world with this situation in Ukraine. What is the obsession of the Davos set, sir, with Ukraine, that now Henry Kissinger is, is really talking about the red line that the Russians have just said, hey, let's, let's, we want to make sure you understand this, as they pound Ukraine back with World War I-type uh, tactics, in the charnel house, these women and children over, I think it's got to be 50,000 women and children are already killed, slaughtered in Ukraine, and they're pounding every day like World War I tactics, the Russians have told us, the KGB leaders of of, the, of uh, Russia, Putin and the crowd around him have told us that they're two tripwires. And you've been on top of this since the very first day of this, and even before in the run-up to this war, that membership of the EU and membership in NATO are red lines. That will never happen, or this conflict will then expand into... NATO countries. And people have to understand something. Ukraine is not an ally to the United States of America. It is not an ally. NATO are allies, and quite frankly, most of them are deadbeats because they don't pay the 2% of their GDP to pay for anything. The United States has to do it, and that's why Trump was not to break up the NATO alliance, but to turn it into something real. What is the obsession among the sociopathic overlords, brother, about Ukraine? Because I got to tell you, it's very hard. For a simple country boy like myself from the south to understand, Ben Harnwell.
5: Well, Steve, um, good afternoon to you. It's, I think, basically that still, even as we head almost into a, a year of this conflict, it's still the largest grift in town for our sociopathic overlords. But you know, they sucked all of the marrow out of COVID, and now they're slowly sucking all the marrow out of the war. Um, and it 's going to change on it 's going to rotate on a dime um uh, from one moment to the next the moment they've they've sucked the last of the marrow out of the war it will then be time for rebuilding and that 's when the real money gets to be made um when all of the mr Tempesensky's of the world can can unite and, and on that point you mentioned earlier that the first lady uh, Tempersenska, uh in Davos uh, was there berating berating the world leaders saying that they hadn't given enough, which I thought was sort of very tactful and diplomatic of her. The thing about Henry Kissinger, Steve, that that amazes me. And perhaps you do have to be, you know, and I do use the description sociopathic overlords because it is absolutely correct. Um, but perhaps you have to be a sociopath to be able to, um, again, to turn on the dime with, with, with the degree that Kissinger has done less than one month ago, less than one month ago, he was arguing the diametrically opposite viewpoint. He's been sustaining that viewpoint right throughout the the um, the uh, the um, the, uh, the, uh, the the Russian invasion. This is what he said in the UK Spectator magazine less than one month ago. Russia has made decisive contributions to the global equilibrium and to the balance of power for over half a millennium. Its historic role should not be degraded the preferred outcome for some is a russia rendered impotent by the war i disagree now how um, how you get from that to the diametric opposite viewpoint which is now arguing is a, is a mystery perhaps somebody has gotten to him um i i don't know uh but it it's not just the the speed in which this u turn has taken place it's the, it's the, it's the intensity of that reversal um, and he didn't explain, I don't think to, to my satisfaction, his motives for for that decision. but it just goes to show that anyone who can do that without um, going from a principled position to the diametric opposite without any fundamental cause without skipping a beat is is certainly um suspect.
0: People of europe uh, have 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 uh, kind of tapped out. By and large, I'm paying for more of this because the the, the needs and wants of the Ukraine are massive. It's it's a hundred billion dollars a year plus to run the government, to pay the pensions. It's uh, another I don't know hundred billion dollars to fight the war. Then they're talking about the rebuilding alone is seven or fifty billion dollars, which you know that'll be over a trillion. But the political leaders, by and large, and Georgia Maloney is kind of shocking in that she's bought into it too. The political leaders are they still pushing membership in NATO? Is that coming from the Europeans or the Americans? Because bottom line is, number one, this war is going to end in a stalemate, it looks like. They're not going to give up the Eastern – Russians are not going to give up the Eastern – they're certainly not going to give up Crimea. Uh, General Milley is in Kiev tonight as we speak, meeting with his counterparts. And we've been training Ukrainians, I think in Poland, on large-scale tank warfare Along the lines of World War II, now they don't have the battle tanks, but the Germans are talking about it. The the British are talking about it. Is this getting madder and matter as the citizens of Ukraine get more and more crushed in this charnel house? You got forty fifty thousand women and children dead. You've got the European Union president said a hundred thousand Ukrainian troops. We know they were hearing reporting from the Defense Department is a hundred thousand uh, Russian troops. So you can have two hundred fifty thousand people dead within the first year, and it looks like we're watching. Reruns of WW1 with trench warfare is 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 it the elites in Europe that are pushing this, and now Kissinger's on board, or, or what's your assessment?
5: Um, I think it's basically t- to go where the long-term grift opportunities are, Steve. And in answer to your to your question, um, sadly, I don't think it is insane. I think it's if if you understand what people's incentives and motivations are, it's entirely rational. And predictable what they're doing. I mean, I think it's borderline evil, but 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 um, there's definitely a method um, behind what they're doing. Look, for, from their point of view, for, from our grifting, our corrupt grifting, sociopathic overlords' perspective, a, a World War One type of trench warfare, which is immovable, is their ideal outcome, because there's no risk of um, for them of, of anything kinetic. Overflowing, but they do have. Let's not forget, as, as the libertarians always point out, that war is the health of the state. It does give them an opportunity if there is still an actual war, but one that is sort of basically under control uh, with, with, with understandable and predictable uh, boundaries um, that surround the conflict. That is their perfect outcome because it means that they'll continue to, to harass and um, and rob wealth from their own citizens to send over send over to Ukraine. It'll be like Vietnam only with 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 less with less with with less movement on the borders. And in the end, as I was saying earlier, from one day to the next, they'll all call it quits, and then they'll um they'll lick their lips and smack their hands and and go in for the kill. Uh, because let us let's not forget that the institutions that are going to be involved, primarily uh, the European Union, possibly the United States. Um, that money is all going to go through the um, the, the building, for the reconstruction of Ukraine, all of that money, all of that rebuilding money. Um, and I think the European Central Bank had suggested it was going to be something like three trillion um, about, about six months ago. All of that money is going to go through the office of the president. Um, all of it, everything. So, you know, we joke um, on getter. Calling him President Temprszenski, um, whatever, whatever, skim, whatever the actual percentage is, right? We're talking trillions are going to be passing through his his hands, uh, and he will have. There's no control of this. There's never been any control well, of the money not, that, not, that's, not that's, that's going the Repu- through there.
0: Not if, not people are in the audience understand. Not if the Republican House. I'm telling you right now. Even Washington Post is reporting that there's two thirds of people in the house and no way. And that's because of the people back home, this audience, I want to turn um, to foreign policy. One of the most prestigious journals out there, amazing interview of you profile of war room, uh, Rome, what you're doing there, particularly since we're doing the Italian language, give it, give a a, a quick summary of that. And I want to push, I want everybody in the audience to read it. And I want everybody in the audience to be a force multiplier and get this out everywhere because it's a, it's kind of a model of what we're going to try to roll out here in the war room. Tell us about the article, uh, Ben.
5: Well, it was um, several months in the making, several sit downs. It's a very fair article. Don't forget that that that, that foreign policy. It's it's basically the in-house the newsletter of the international rules-based order. Um, and we know that there is a there is we're talking about wars and conflicts. There is a war between the economic nationalist movement and what foreign policy that uh, they're their globalist, uh, borderless agenda. Um, so they came in behind the scenes, um, watching how we put the war room Rome together. Uh, I thought actually, given the fact that there is um, an unbridgeable divide bet- between our two. Um, organisations, they wrote a very fair article. Um, I was particularly pleased that they concentrated on how we set the, the news agenda on, on War Room Rome. Um, that is to say we try to go, uh, and it's exactly what we do do, it's exactly what we do on, on the principal show um, right now, it's uh, we go behind, we don't just go for, for, for the clickbait stories, we go behind what the stories are and, and look at the motivating factors and try and ex- explore what the narrative is for that um, so that people can, can have a, an understanding of, of what is driving the events that shape their lives. And when you can identify well that narrative, you're then arming people um, so that uh, w- when they're taking, when they're ever more taking on their own sense of agency, uh, to affect their own destiny. With that narrative, they will then be uh, better placed to uh, to to predict what is happening and to act accordingly. Um, and there's no one really here in Italy doing what we're trying to do in the way that we're trying to do it. And I thought foreign policy did an excellent job uh, in, in in sort of uh, covering that aspect. Of our, of our editorial policy, I do recommend it's, it's not behind a firewall or anything. And um, if people, if folks, want to, they can go onto my feed, they can go onto your feed later, or the war room feed. It's going to be um, on, on all three feeds. Um, and, We're going to uh, put just, it up just, on all just, the just feeds the but right article. now. You get
0: it on Ben's. Yeah, yeah. And if Absolutely. Grace Chung and Captain Bennett can push that into all the live chats, of Carly Bonet and all the team over at uh, Midnight Rider, all the different sites that follow us live. Uh, and have people in the chat. I really want people to read this and push it out because a lot of work from Ben and it's uh, it's it, it, the, the show's an extraordinary show and uh, we can't wait to do more. And We've used Ben as a test case because he's done such a great job for us over the last couple of years. Ben Harnwell, we'll let you go to sleep real quickly. How do people get to War Room Rome and how they get to all your great content, sir?
5: Thanks, Steve. Well, War Room Rome, that's uh, our content that goes out in Italian. Uh, and then um, at War Room Rome, uh, and then the following day, it comes out on my own personal feed, at Hanro with the English subtitles. Um, so folks can, can follow uh, either of those two accounts. Um, but I'm on I at Harnwell constantly. It.
0: I watch it every day, a day late, so, so I can watch it in English, sir, with subtitles. Fantastic, Ben. Thank you so much. Thanks for staying up in your Thanks, analysis Steve. of the sociopathic overlords in Davos, sir. Which you're still the best in, you in analyst uh, analysis of. I want to, you know, Ben just said something about the show, the events that shape your lives, and get behind the scenes. I want to go to Arizona now, uh, Lindsey Graham, and can I play the can I play the clip first? Let me let me play this introductory clip, uh, and then we're going to bring uh, Lindsey on.
6: I am at the gym in Arizona. who's undressing in the locker room. Top off, bra off and paul bixler was in the women's locker room and he looked at me and he looked at my breasts and i have called the police recently he's used the men's locker room so he agrees himself that he's a man i have told the police that i was in the locker room a man was in there i was getting undressed he looked at me he is a man in the women's locker room and the response is that This is a touchy, sensitive
5: issue in society. Yep,
6: there he goes, women's locker room. There's the man going in the women's locker room. Hope there's no one undressing in there. Hope there's no naked women in there. Since there's a man in the- why isn't anyone warning the women? Just so everyone knows, he's not being arrested. We are at a point where we're catering to society instead of facts. This is alarming. Women's rights are being violated, and I'm not going to put up with it. But Paul, if you're a hold female, on, on. Ma'am, ma'am, why ma'am, do you ma'am. use the men's restroom sometimes ma'am. and the women's restroom sometimes? Please
2: stay away. Yes, politely, like I said. He will suffer no
6: consequences
0: for this. Okay, uh, welcome back. I want to go to, uh, and Lindsay, we got a couple minutes on this side, and I'm going to hold you through the break. Um, This, you know, we're proud that we introduced a lot of the audience to the Daily Mail of London, which is the largest newspaper in the world and the largest website. Your story was the number one or two story on the way. Give us the background here, because it's more than just what you showed there. What what is going on with this story, ma'am?
6: So this man has been on the school board, an elementary school board in my community since 2020. He was not elected. He was placed on the board. He has to either step down willingly or be recalled, and he refuses to step down even though parents are outraged and parents are speaking up at the school board against him. He wears women's clothing to school. He wears them to the events, into classrooms. He uses the little girls' restrooms at school events. This man is a predator, and his behavior is setting the precedent for pedophiles to start using women's facilities, violating our rights, and putting little girls and women in danger. And um, I've spoken up against this man personally. I was aware that he used the same gym as I did. But up until uh, this happened, I was told he used the male locker room. And he is no longer using the male locker room. He is now using the female locker room.
0: Okay, before we go to break, this guy's actually, this is the thing that boggles people's minds he actually sits on a school board and he was appointed to sit on the school board, ma'am?
6: Yes, he has a background in education. And so up until he started cross-dressing and demanding that children identify him as a female, he was a great candidate. Um, The school board members now have said that he needs to step down, he needs to resign. He's a distraction to the community. He's a distraction to the kids' education. Uh, But he refuses to step down, he says that his behavior and his gender identity um, is not a problem.
0: Lindsay, if you can hang on for one second, we're going to take a short commercial break and return in Arizona in a, a very disturbing story. Uh, Lindsay's uh, confrontation in in the health club really made international news. It was the number one story on the Daily Mail site over the weekend. I think it was on Sunday in a, in a in a weekend that had a lot of news. Uh, very very disturbing we also asked Brandon Sherwater to join us also he's been the expert of actually getting to the bottom of all this and explain to the audience okay short commercial break we're gonna go back to Arizona to not the South Carolina Lindsey Graham but the Lindsey Graham that's confronting uh, these uh, men going into children's and females locker rooms all next in the war room Will the lack of a red wave during the midterms lead to a more emboldened Biden, more wasteful government spending, higher taxes, the deepening of inflation? And how do you protect your hard-earned savings from chaotic financial markets? The answer, by diversifying your retirement savings with real physical precious metals with Birch Gold Group. Text Bannon to 989898 for a free info kit on protecting your savings with gold in a tax-sheltered account. Birch Gold has almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401Ks into precious metal IRAs. Text Bandon to 989898 and claim your free, no-obligation info kit. Don't let the left devalue your savings. Own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account from Birch Gold. Birch Gold has an a rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands and thousands of satisfied customers. Text BANNN to 989898 and secure your future with gold. Do it today. Take action. Use your agency.
1: If you want girl parts and you don't have them, you can do special surgery where they turn your is inside out and there's a
2: vagina inside. Preschool
6: sends out a letter to all the parents announcing one of our students is now Rosa and we would love you all to come and celebrate and support her. And he was four years old. I didn't even know if he knew what a pronoun was. I go to the daycare a week later uh, to, to drop him off and it's Rosa. is written on the entrance sheet where I have to sign. Rosa's on his cubby. It's everywhere. And they would just look at me and listen. They would say, Helen, you should really learn to accept this and celebrate it. And I'm like, celebrate what? Celebrate that my child's gonna be put on hormones and his penis will never grow and he'll never have a normal sex life and he'll be on drugs for the rest of his life. This was when she was like 15. Um, I remember being up in her room and she said, I'm trans and I need a new name. Somehow I got a text from CVS, your, your prescription for TES is available. She's like, it's mine, you can't take it from me. You can get this by making a phone call and having a teleappointment. I mean, there was no psychological evaluation. There was nothing. Where does our species go if, if you can cut off your body parts like this?
2: Sean had set up an appointment with an endocrinologist at the hospital. Try to get hormones. I'm looking at it as, hey, this kid just needs to explain to him, hey, he's had a lot of traumatic events through his life, you know, losing his leg. We had an older son that died of a heroin overdose when he was eight years old. He went through the loss of his mom, being diagnosed with cancer. I mean, we I went through all, I said, all these things have to have a big effect on him. When I had the appointment with the psychiatrist, I was just blown away when she turned around and told me that He's definitely transgender, um, and you are an unsupportive, abusive father. I'm trying to keep him alive.
0: Okay, welcome back. 17 uh, January, Tuesday, in the year of our Lord, twenty twenty-three. Um, that's the from the movie Dead Name. We had Brandon Showwater, I think, last night talking about that. I want to go to Carly Bonet and the team over at um, at. Um, uh, midnight writer of label got up the Patriot Barbie, Lindsey Graham. Uh, Lindsey, here's the thing that's disturbing. You, you've confronted this at the school board. You were the mom who dressed up as a cat to kind of show the absurdity of this. Here's what, and I get this from the audience all the time. Besides people like yourself, these brave patriots are saying, hey, this is kind of madness and we can't put this pressure on our children. Are others, like, for instance, when you found out that this individual, the school board member was at your, your health club, had other people complained beforehand? Had other people gone and women and said, hey, you got a guy that's going into the women's locker room. I, I I got a problem with that, ma'am.
6: I get the feeling that they did, because when I approached one of the employees at the gym, he sort of kind of, oh, yeah, here we go again. Um We were told by management that we were supposed to let him use whichever locker room he felt comfortable. And so as far as I'm aware, he was using the men's locker room somewhere in the last apparently maybe week. I don't know. He began using the female locker room. And even when I called the police, they already had a description of him at the ready. Like someone else had already complained, even to the public officials. Um, so he is doing this women are complaining, but it's sort of like when you're at Walmart and some guys kind of coming up behind you and creeping on you and following you around the aisles. I am not going to go and call the manager of Walmart. I'm going to call 911. And so these women, I feel terrible. They've gone to the front desk and said, Hey, I'm not comfortable with this. This is a women's locker room. This is clearly a man. Can you guys do something about it? The answer is no. The answer is Let's coddle to the man with a mental illness. Let's let him ogle women in their, in their private spots. And we don't know if he's got a camera. We don't know if he's taking pictures. We don't know what he's doing in there. It. It's a man. And at the front desk level, they were told he is permitted to use whichever one he feels most comfortable.
0: And Lindsay, hang on for one second. I want to bring in Brandon Showalter from the Christian post. Brandon, you've probably done more Libby Evans and yourself, Libby from, uh, from post millennial and yourself, you've done so much investigative reporting on all of this. And like I said, I think you had it on a couple of months ago. I said, this kind of came for a lot of people like out of nowhere, it seemed like, but it's obviously been building for many years. Is this an example? Are, are people being cowed now that they feel uncomfortable? Are there social pressure that if you say anything? Uh, I mean, it's pretty stunning that this could take place. First off, a school board member, but it could take place in a, in a, in a, a public uh, workout facility people pay money to go to and you know, women are, are sitting there and, and you got a guy that just thinks it's fine just to walk into a, a woman's locker room. A couple of years ago, a guy would be arrested immediately for that. It would, it's not even a question. What, what's going on?
7: Well, Steve, <laughs> as I like to say, uh, gender ideology is a boundary breaker and it is a particularly parasitic kudzu. It just overtakes everything and i think the example is quite good when you see a a man who's invading a space where he doesn't belong uh, but as you saw in the trailer in the film dead name which is available on vimeo now it, the most egregious boundaries that it breaks are those between families it ruptures family ties it erodes the parental child bond it just sows destruction and discord wherever it possibly can but it does rupture a lot of things within the community. It just erodes social trust. Indeed, we didn't have to worry about this kind of ideology. Indecent exposure, we thought, used to be a crime. Well, um, (laughs) all of this is quite disastrous, and it has been building for some time. And as you mentioned, Libby and I have done a lot of reporting on it. But this has been (laughs) top-down engineered. This is not a group of, you know, truly dysphoric individuals who are you know, wanting civil rights or human rights. This has been engineered from the top down, a lot of forces within the medical industry. Um, I've done a lot of reporting on the medicalization and that's the biggest fear I think that parents have certainly expressed in dead name, but it, it is quite egregious to see uh, this erasure and erosion of single sex spaces. Um, and if you have a family and your parents, and you have kids, you're right to be concerned about that. And every parent just wants to keep their kids physically safe Um, And I think women do indeed deserve the dignity of having their own private spaces. A hundred years ago, they were fighting to have them. And here we are fighting the battle again. So it's a very regressive movement for sure.
0: But, but here's, and Lindsay's here's what the thing you could have young uh, girls with their moms at the, at this, at this health club and this guy, and he's not a small guy walks in there and, and the health club had said, Oh, don't! Do, it's whatever makes him. It's whatever he chooses at the time. How, how can he have societal structures if that's starting to be the mentality, even among the corporations that feel they got some liabilities here? The, the, my point is, this thing is moving so rapidly, yeah. and right it's now comp- there's no defining yeah. boundaries on this. Go ahead, sir. Yeah.
7: yeah, it's a complete rejection of material reality, and it destroys everything it touches. I actually say that is say as much in the film Dead Name right there. This is, as uh, an evolutionary biologist I respect a lot, says, reality's last stand. If you cannot acknowledge the material reality of sex, you, you've you only got chaos. At no, There can be no sane legal standards. Medical ethics is practically collapsed. Uh, women's privacy, completely gone. Uh, vital statistics. There's no area of culture where it's, it's just not completely blown up, um, but again, I think the most egregious so,
0: cost is that uh, what uh, in families. Hang on. I want to go back to Lindsay for a second. See, that's the point. Given the fact, that, Lindsay, that you said that every time this happened, you were going to call the police, that puts the pressure on you. Like, why would you go on to, want to go work out? Because <laughs> you got to work out. It's already invaded your space just thinking about it. And instead of having a workout or bringing the kids or just having a good time and thinking about my workout, I've only got certain time of the day to do it. You got to be thinking, if I see this freak, uh, I got to call the police again, and then it's going to be a whole big thing. Isn't that breaking down the basic structures of society right there, ma'am?
6: Yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous that my lifestyle should have to accommodate, and many women's lifestyles should have to accommodate this one man's delusion. And, you know, I have said this a couple times in the last few days, I'm thankful that it was me in that locker room. I can defend myself and I can protect myself and I believe in my second amendment rights and if the cops aren't gonna do anything, well, I will be armed next time I'm in a locker room and a man comes in. But there are eight-year-old girls that go to that gym that use the daycare. Um, there, uh, there was a mom there with me that said her 13-year-old daughter comes with her. And now all of those moms, I'd spoke to about eight, eight women while I was there, explaining to them what was going on and alerting them. And every single one of them said, well, I'm certainly not, certainly not gonna let my daughter use that locker room alone. And I'm sitting here going, well, this is ridiculous. We, we have the rights to that room and we have the rights to the privacy and the safety of that room. And unfortunately, unfortunately I am. I'm gonna have to call the police every time until society says, Paul Bixer, I hope that you're humiliated enough that that every time you attempt to go in the women's locker room and and, then try to label yourself a woman, I hope that you're so humiliated by the police being called because it would never happen to a real woman, It would never happen to me. I hope that you learn your lesson, you move on. Or how about you learn your lesson, identify as your biological self what God made you, and use the men's locker room. And you know, Brandon makes a great point. Uh, Satan is the author of confusion and God is the author of reality. And Satan has confused these people to the point where, you know, gay, straight, trans, bi, this man is straight. So he's a man going in the women's locker room and he's sexually attracted to women. Would it be better if he was gay? Could I, could I say, okay, well, now you can come in because I know you're not attracted to me. No, but this is all confusing. These are all little details that you can't talk to this man and go, well, let's find out who you're attracted to. Well, did you mutilate your genitalia yet? Well, what hormones have you been taking? that is just confusing like brandon says sex is the is the foundation of everything xx chromosomes and xy chromosomes need to stay separate and we need to go back to well show me your birth certificate if you were born a man i am sorry no matter how much lipstick you're wearing or no matter how many body parts you've cut off or how pretty your earrings are you are not allowed in the women's locker room sorry not sorry
0: Lindsay, we got to bounce, but i got to ask you, what is his status on the school board, ma'am?
6: Three members just this last week have approached him and said, we insist that you step down. They are putting pressure on him to step down. There's another school board meeting January 30th. I plan to be there. Not sure if I'll wear my cat costume again, maybe something else. Um, I am going to surprise everybody. But uh, we're going to put the pressure on him. (laughs) The goal is to, again... Let him know that that society does not accept his behavior and we don't accept the precedent it sets in the future.
0: Lindsay, how do people, uh, how do people follow you? What's the social media, your website, all of it? Cause I know people are going to want to stay uh, on this story.
6: My website is Patriot There's my logo up there. It's over there. And uh, my Instagram is barbie. And I just, I really appreciate the support and the encouragement and the prayers This is going to be a long battle, and I am 100% willing to fight it for the sake of everyone's daughter, including my own.
0: Uh, Lindsey Graham, Patriot Barbie, thank you very much for joining us here in the War Room.
6: Thank
0: you, Steve. Brandon, what she just said at the end there, it's going to be a long battle. That in and of itself, I mean, it is hard enough to be a parent in the modern age. Yeah, this is in your movie, and I I want everybody. and It's very disturbing. It's hard to watch. It's on Vimeo. Cost you a couple of bucks. Dead name. This movie's if the trailer's hard to get through, the movie will blow your mind. But this is reality we have right now, yeah. and people got to understand if you don't if you don't stand up to it, it's going to be very easy to roll over because you're going to be intimidated and people are going to come after you. I mean, Brandon, they're coming after you nonstop. Uh, what are people to do we got a couple minutes here walk us through what what are people to do right now to try to make sure they protect their family
7: well i think the first thing that they can do is go watch the movie um i should say it's from brokenhearted films i am i was honored to be a contributor to it um but you're correct that this is rupturing families left and right and i think it is going to be a long drawn out battle i have long referred to this as a house of cards but uh, because at 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 base, what I believe transgenderism is, is a medical scandal. And that's the main concerns of these parents, um, that certainly those who have been profiled in the dead name movie. But you you see how it just upends everything. It erodes parent-child bonds, it ruptures family ties. And what people need to understand, and you'll see this if you rent the movie, is that if you go from the schools, from preschool to a very prestigious institution of higher ed, Therapy settings, whether that's a clinical psychiatrist in a hospital or just a local counselor that you might want to, you know, help your child with if they're dealing with this, everything is captured. So people have to realize the breadth and width and depth of how many places that hold themselves out as professional where parents might be seeking advice, um, not only to protect their daughters in the locker room, but also from irreversible medical harm. Um, Libby Emmons and I do a lot of reporting on these kinds of issues, um, and we're going to see the medical uh, angles, I think, emerge even more. I mentioned yesterday was on, when I was on your show that Reuters, New York Times a little bit, and the New York Magazine Intelligencer has started to introduce some very crucial questions. Uh, Europe is long ahead of us. Many European nations are backing away from this experimental uh, medicalization. Uh, But I think the harm is going to be catastrophic uh, when when we finally see the scope of it. And there's probably going to be a lot of journalistic work to be done to unpack all of the relational dysfunction and family rupture that has happened as a result of gender ideology invading our society. Maybe I'll do some of it. Um, But if you want just a taste of that, go watch Dead Name by Brokenhearted Films on Vimeo. Cost you a few bucks to rent, but I promise you that you will be moved.
0: Uh, real quickly, how did they get to you on social media and Christian Post, sir?
7: My social media, uh, my Twitter handle is at Brandon M. Show. Uh, Christian Post, all of our reporting, it's at ChristianPost.com. We've got a podcast series out now called Generation Indoctrination, and again, go watch Dead Name. You really won't regret it. It's I was very proud to be a part of this project. Uh, the filmmaker did an excellent job.
0: Brandon Showalter, thank you very much. Honored to have you on here. Thank you.
7: Thank you. Thank you, Steve.
0: I brought. I I brought uh, our own Joe Allen in. Joe, I'm going to get to the Davos part of AI tomorrow because I want to save that. I I got to draft off these last two stories because you are our editor on all things transhumanism. You have said for a while, is this the predicate? Is this confusion about gender and all? Is this the predicate that makes the transhumanist movement can go forward at at a more rapid pace, sir?
2: You know, Steve, the transgender movement comes up a lot in the transhumanist movement. Uh, There are some transhumanists that, uh, to a lot of people's surprise, want to use transhumanism to build up masculinity or femininity in some way. But there is another kind of uh, parallel movement to this, which openly talks about how using technology to overcome physical limitations, especially in the case of gender, uh, is one of the major stepping stones towards the sort of computerization or digitization of the human personality. Now, I learned recently that Martine Rothblatt, who is one of the most prominent transhumanist advocates, uh, Martin Rothblatt is a transgender person. Uh, and in fact, I'll avoid any pronoun use, I can't stand it. But um, the, uh, the, the Martine Rothblatt, founder of the Terrasim movement, which hopes to uh, basically digitize the human personality and create some sort of digital immortality for its followers. It's an open religious movement. Uh, Rothblatt has claimed that God is technological and that uh, that will be the salvation of human beings. Last August, it was announced that Martine Rothblatt is now on the board of the Mayo Clinic. And the president and CEO of the Mayo Clinic just gushed over that fact. The reason Rothblatt is on the Mayo Clinic board is because Rothblatt has, uh, Rothblatt is a, a founder of United Therapeutics Corporation that ostensibly, this is about life extension. It's about organ transplants. It's about gene therapies. But really this is the biomedical extension of the transhumanist movement, not only into the corporate sector with United Therapeutics, but also into the the, the 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 upper echelons of the biomedical establishment with the Mayo Clinic. And so you see there two things. One, you see a personality that has basically openly declared that transgenderism is in fact a stepping stone towards a transhumanist race and you also see the direct connection with the biomedical establishment these are the this is the infrastructure and these are the institutions which make a lot of the transhumanist goals possible it's quite disturbing
0: no, it's one of the things that, that uh, Brandon has been talking about, the whole medical industry about a part of this transgender. Uh, you've got, um, and I've got a lot to talk to you about, about AI as the underpinnings, maybe not up in your grill as much in, in, in uh, Davos, but the underpinnings of everything they're working on. Uh, some of the smartest people there are reporting on this. Joe, real quickly, how do people get to all your writings, uh, particularly now more than ever? Where do they go?
2: You can go to my website, jobot.xyz. You can check out my social media at J-O-E-B-O-T-X-Y-Z. And of course, go to WarRoom.org under the Transhumanism tab. That's where everything is collected.
0: Uh, Joe, thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Joe Allen, our editor for all things Transhumanist. By the way, got Ben to stay up late tonight, the editor of International. You got Joe, finally tracked him down. I know he's working on a big project. Cameron, thank you so much, and Joe Allen, always terrific. Okay, uh, tomorrow morning, ten a.m. I can guarantee you one thing: it's going to be four hours of pure intensity, starting at ten o'clock tomorrow morning. Investigations, the the uh, debt ceiling, Davos, uh, what's happening in the invasion of the southern border, all of it tomorrow morning, ten a.m. Folks, let me tell you about salty. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. War room Health, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the Posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. War Room Posse, you already know free speech is under constant attack by the Swamp and their big tech allies. They resell your communications and personal data, Go to their website, Unplugged.com. That's Unplugged.com slash War Room to install the Unplugged suite. It's secure. It's private. It's the way we stay connected and informed. Get it now. Take action, action, action. Use your agency.